trying to get what I thought I wanted at that time. But ultimately, it's like I was actually trying to escape these feelings because this is painful and it hurts, right? Welcome to Somatic Digest, the podcast, the place you come to find love, joy, and acceptance in your body. I'm your host, Kim, a registered dietitian whose mission is to bring tangible tips for you to build the ideal relationship with your body. I'll be sharing principles to connect you back to your natural state of being. We will honor emotions and create conversations that will allow your nervous system to relax. Throughout the episodes, you will develop an understanding to what your body is truly telling you. I'm so grateful you're here. Be sure to subscribe. Now let's get to the show. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. On this week's episode, I want to talk more about the Gene Keys. So if you follow me at The Somatic Dietitian on Instagram, well, first off, if you don't follow me, come on over there. I'm, I spend a lot of time over on Instagram. I'm always in my stories. And in my stories, I always like to just take you along throughout my day. And so this past weekend, I was sharing about how I made my coffee and grabbed my Jinky book. And I just like to give overarching themes of like, this is kind of where my Gene Key study was today. And I want to share with you the insights that I'm having. So I love the Gene Keys. I've been playing around with them for over a year and a half. We all have specific unique profiles. So it uses your birth date, time, and location to share your specific profile. I use this in my Nutrition Made Simple program as well because we all have patterns and some of those patterns are unconscious. So I like to use the Gene Keys to bring like areas of conflict to the surface, like to our awareness, because they can be subconscious. Actually, I got an application to my program recently and we were talking about how there's this subconscious pattern going on involving food and the struggles that we're, we're finding ourselves, like she was finding herself in this consistent struggle. She's like, you know, I know that this is subconscious. I know I'm not, it's not something I'm choosing to do, but I'm finding myself here over and over again. And I don't know how to get out of it. And that happens so often. So I love to use the Gene Keys personally. Like I used them for a while and then I was like, okay, we got to bring them in and talk about it because there's conflict in our life and the gene keys brings out the insight of how you can transform these areas of conflict in your life. And like, here's the thing. So many of us are confused about food. We complicate food. We weave in emotion into food. We have coping mechanisms using food. And so when you one, understand your physical needs, like you truly understand your hunger you're getting enough sleep, like you're really meeting your physical needs. And then you allow yourself to sit with your emotions and you give space three to to transform the conflict so that you stop coping with it and specifically numbing it with food. It's liberating. And this is what we're doing in my program. Like this is what we're doing. It's easy to not make food complicated. One, when you have 
uh, understanding of nutrition. Like I bring in my 10 years, my decade of nutrition experience, and I make it simple for you. And I've been perfecting my framework and seeing results. You can go to, um, I have a whole highlights about like clients results and the wins that they see in my program over on Instagram. I've been perfecting it over the last three years. So now I am dumping everything into a curriculum. We are making some changes on the back end. I will get really clear about all those changes in the near future. But now is the time to apply to my program. We're booking into March for my program. So it's the end of February. We're going into March. Now's the time. I cannot wait to get your application. You can submit it, scroll down, click the watch program video and get your application there. So I thought it would be cool for this podcast episode to take you through one of the gene keys to really give you an idea of like how I do this. Because it's like, yeah, you talk about it. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But like, what the heck do you mean? Especially if you don't know the gene keys. So I wanted to kind of take you through, share how this looks so that you can get a better understanding. So right before this episode, I was like, okay, let's do it. We're going to do it that way. I just flipped open the book, hoping that it would be one that I already knew, because if not, I would have to, you know, contemplate it a little bit. And I opened it up and it was Gene Key 30, which is one of mine and one that I have spent some time in. Um, I mean, even recently, but so Gene Key 30 is all about the shadow of desire. So the shadow is this conflict, right? Like we're going to have a conflict somewhere around desire and we're looking to go to rapture. So I'll get more into it as I kind of share my story, but we're going from the shadow of conflict to rapture through lightness. Okay. And I really think of like rapture as like this intense feeling of joy, which is like, well, yeah, don't we all want that? So for me, Desire really looks like a strong feeling of wanting something to happen. Like now, of course, I always look through the lens of my true passion, which my true passion is food. It's food. It's understanding like the subtle nuances of food. I love to see how like, oh, my God, it's so interesting how we complicate food. Like I love to water things down to make it simple. So it's like fun to see how I used to complicate it, but now how it's so simple and how like, oh my God, why couldn't I just do this the whole time? So that's really always the lens of what I'm looking at things with. And even getting into the complicated things of body image, because body image complicates food and our relationship to food. I've seen it. My clients have seen it. You can probably relate to it. So I really look at it in the lens of like wellness culture, right? And this desire to be thin. So I actually want to share a very vulnerable story with you. So let's chat about body image. When I was in high school, like whatever age that is, 15, 16, I don't know if I had my license, whatever, somewhere sophomore year to senior year, whatever age that was, I was dress shopping for a prom dress. So I tried on this dress. You remember that movie, um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? The actress, I don't remember her name, blonde, was wearing that beautiful yellow dress, like low back, beautiful. She looked stunning. 
my sister the year before that, or maybe, yeah, it must have been the year before that, got this dress. She looked stunning in it. So I was like, I want a dress. I want to look like that. I want to look like that lady. I want to look like my sister. I want this dress. So I tried on a dress like that. I don't think it was the same color, but I don't remember exactly that dress. But what I do remember very specifically is the guidance I got was I cannot wear a dress like that because of my hips. And boom, there it was. Like this intense feeling of embarrassment and shame, ultimately, like this deep, my body's not good enough because I desired to have this dress. Like I desired to, I don't know necessarily if it's like I desired to look like that, but like I desired to feel how they looked in that moment. Like I wanted to look like that, you know? And like when I say look like that, I'm like, I don't really know if I wanted to look like that. It's more of like the feeling of the confidence that both of these women had. One I was really close to, one was my sister, when they wore that dress. So I'm like, well, if I try on this dress and I wear this dress, I will feel like that. And I didn't feel like that when I tried that dress on. I felt worse because of the comment that I got from that. So I was scared to feel my feelings about that. Like, I mean, it was, I I know you can imagine, I know you can relate to this. We have all experienced something like this. And those feelings are so intense that we're scared to feel them. Truly, like I was scared to feel them that I stuffed them down. Like fast forward four years and I like, that's when the lazy lady spaghettis would come in where I would open up the fridge, I would make a pound of spaghetti and I would eat it in, you know, less than a week and I would never heat it up. I would just eat it in the illumination of the fridge, like cold. I wouldn't even pull it out because it's like, it's not really a meal. I'm not having a meal. So why am I going to pull it out and heat it up or whatever? Like I need it to stuff down this emotion. And I went on a rat race, like trying to get that body, you know, like I was trying to get what I thought I wanted at that time. But ultimately, it's like I was actually trying to escape these feelings because this is painful and it hurts, right? And so, boom, right then and there, here's the conflict. Do you see how this is happening? Like, there's a conflict going on. And by me, like, oh, what is this desire? Like, oh, how does this look for me? How can I, like, try this on and see how this fits? I was like, oh, I've seen this conflict before in my life. And it's actually been running through my life for a good, decade, you know, like I would say, you know, if I let's just go with 15. If I was 15 at that time, at 25, I was still very much immersed in diet culture. Like I think I was just now starting to be like, I don't know about this. You know, like this is not I'm not liking how this feels. But a decade, I was immersed in this conflict. I wish I could see you right now because I want to ask a question and I want you to raise your hand. Do you fear feeling your emotions? My phone just rang. So if you could hear that vibration because it was right next to the mic. Sorry about that. Um, those emotions are intense, right? Like I totally get it. And, you know, to be honest, like for those 10 years and even longer than that, like I feared those emotions because 
that embarrassment, like that heavy, my body isn't good enough is so intense to feel like I stuffed them down. But once I remembered and was like able to be like, okay, I can see this memory and I can feel the sadness of like, oh, like I understand why you would feel that way. And I also know that it doesn't matter how many containers of spaghetti that I eat in the illumination of the fridge without heating it up, it is not going to make me feel any better ever than that. So I just knew like, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to know that like, I actually found a dress that I felt very confident in. And I feel like I'm like, I still can remember there was like a very specific photo that I took after I ended up getting like big poofy dress, you know, of course, probably like, all right, well, then we'll go the opposite. I'll get this massive poofy dress and I'll, you know, hide my hips at the time. But I ended up taking like such a fun photo that night where I stood in in my dress. I didn't stood. I sat down in my dress and allowed like the poofiness to just really cover me so that the photo was like nothing but my head and then all this poof around me, which was so fun and playful. So I'm really glad that like I could find this playfulness still within myself, even though that memory was really painful to like really sit around and like cultivate a lot of compassion. But that's also a fun thing about the jinkies. Like, yes, going through the conflict and really giving yourself space to feel the whatever feeling we kind of have to feel is hard at times. Absolutely, it's hard. But and I would never like I would never mentor someone on something I I didn't go through myself. But with that being said, there's so much lightness and compassion that blossoms out of that. It's worth going through because this is where the transformation is. Like any any journey that you've gone in, like if you reflect over your life, any journey that you've gone in or a troubling time, there's always a silver lining when you look at it because it's like, well, thank goodness that happened because I would not have learned this or I wouldn't have met this person or I wouldn't have got this or I wouldn't have developed this skill or, you know, found this perfect job, you know, however it is. Like there's always a silver lining when you go on a journey troubling something, right? And that's the same when you're embracing the the conflicts, the shadow keys in your gene keys. I want to, you know, kind of wrap it up. I when I do the gene keys and I like I take you through a very detailed thing in the gene keys section of Nutrition Made Simple of my program. I take you through exactly how I do this. But I was you know, looking through the gene key as I was contemplating it and preparing this podcast episode. And I found this quote that I had highlighted. And so I just want to end the episode um, with this quote. So he writes, there is a mystery here that is carved into our English language and captured in the word belonging. We can only truly belong in the world when we can utterly be our longing. I thought that is so good. Like, it's so good because I feel like, you know, in that moment that I was trying on that dress, I wanted, I wanted to just belong, right? I wanted to feel confident. I wanted to feel beautiful. Like, I wanted that. And 
it got construed like the message. I, I know that it's like it, it wasn't meaning that like, oh, you know, however, I feel like I have a lot of compassion for my younger self in that moment that I'm like, your body's beautiful. And in in embracing the sadness of this like desire, I am able to like own my longing for wanting to feel that confidence. Right. And I, I think a lot of us can relate to this 15 year old girls, like 16, 17, like that is such a hard age, you know? And I think there's a lot of understanding, like, let's just be compassionate. And I didn't have that. Like growing up, I did not have that. I'm, I have been on a journey of parenting myself and giving myself that. And that's really where a lot of the compassion has been. But I just think it's really a good place to end that in order to belong, you have to be our longing, like however that looks for you. You have to basically, to me, it feels like we have to own these feelings, however they look, how painful they are, how messy they are, how chaotic they can be. We have to just go on this wave. Sometimes it feels like tsunamis. And just own it. And I'm telling you, it's so much better when you're not alone. Like, I promise you, it's so much better when you're not alone because you're not alone. You just have to find your community. So last things before we go, I just want to remind you of a couple things, couple things that I need from you. One, spots into my program are booking into March. So one, if this episode really, really spoke to you, here's your community. Like, we're here. There's women just like me that are going through things that can relate to you. I promise you, now's the time to get your application in. I cannot wait to see it. And if you haven't connected me, connected with me on Instagram at The Somatic Dietitian, come connect with me. And then lastly, if you're loving this podcast, drop down and leave a five-star rating and review. I I'm loving getting this message out. I'm loving sharing just my vulnerability and relating to you guys and giving you tips on how you can really make nutrition simple and overcome any body image struggles that you're feeling. And leaving a five-star rating and review helps other people find this podcast as well. All right, my love. I'll catch with you on the next episode. As always, chat next week. Hey, before you go, I want to personally invite you to my nutrition coaching program. If you're struggling with overeating, binging, or feeling addicted to sweets, then you're a perfect fit for my program. The next steps are to scroll into the description below and click work with me. My program is a one-on-one where you and I work intimately together as I guide you through intuitive eating, bring in inner child healing, and the gene keys to help heal your relationship with food and your body. I've helped women embrace the root of their issues so that they could live a life without feeling shameful or guilty with food. Let's put you at the center of the triangle so you can feel free, empowered, and liberated with food, nutrition, and exercise. Respond by submitting your application and I'll reach out to you via chat. Can't wait to see your application.